What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Lift and Educate. In the episodes below, Jabari and I talk about topics relating to fitness and health, as well as current events and the country's state of fighting racism. We hope that you enjoy the episodes and please share the episodes you enjoyed with your friends and family, discuss and even take notes on the topics we talk about. Uh, you could send any questions in that you have so we can add that into the next episode. And please like, subscribe, and follow so that we can continue putting out great content for y'all. I'm looking into, I uh, just watched a documentary the other day with a guy who got uh, wrongfully committed, convicted. Um, and because he was on probation and it was a violation to get arrested while on probation, yeah. he got sent to Rikers Island. He was 16 years old yeah. and uh, was in uh, solitary confinement and then with, yeah. with not he was in, being abused and 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 beat up and 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 in the worst one of the worst jail systems in the country and then when he comes out of jail uh, after um not wanting to plead guilty that was a thing he, he did say in, in an interview he says well the officer yeah. said be guilty you'll get a less sentence and he says well i'm not going to plead guilty for something i never did he what the reason he you could even see in the, in, the, in the first episode, they have an interview, very short interview, says, um, do you know why you were arrested? He doesn't even know why he was arrested. And then mm -hmm. they claim that he stole a backpack, and mm -hmm. which he never did. He comes out of jail. or They were, they were mm -hmm. set the bail, right? So they set mm -hmm. the bail of, of $3,000 mm -hmm. uh, for, for a family who... who cannot afford to pay that when his yep. foster mother had, I think she said over the years, 20, 20 foster kids and, and yep. uh, can't afford to pay that. And yeah. so now he goes into the worst jail system in the country and gets abused and beat up and, yeah. and, 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 and mentally. Uh, right. Yeah. Mentally out, traumatized. Mentally, yeah. mentally traumatized. That's right. And, uh, yeah. and then it's, it's extremely sad that he yeah. ends up committing suicide and committed and, and look at the facts though. Like you're saying you, he, he violated probation for getting arrested, but he, he got arrested because for something he didn't black. even do. He was walking yeah. home and he's black. <laughs> yeah. Like, something he didn't how, even do. Like really? How, like, how, the, how could the country that's supposed to be free and yeah. Yeah. have all rights well, you can't walk down the street and in another segment of i don't mean to keep cutting you off but another oh, yeah. segment of the first episode it's his history teacher who says that she remembers that she would have her students come in they're young young kids i think elementary school or whatever middle school and yeah. they would come in and she said that she remembered she would ask and say hey you know who got stopped today not not right. you know know about it like who got stopped because that was a stop and 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 frisk um right with place and and yep. she would act every day and like yeah you walk yeah. down the street yeah. without feeling like hey, you're about to be terrorized <laughs> like and and it's funny you said because the person you talk about khalif um uh, uh, brother yeah khalif Browder, yeah so it's it's messed up because like this, that's the reason why like stop and frisk does not work and it's really upsetting that when every time i hear people say like um, like our pre like our, our our president when we talk about stop and frisk does work, he's the first person I think of. Like no, it doesn't. You have a 16 year old kid who went to jail, um, and he was in hell for right Rikers Island for three years without trial for something that he was accused of, something very small, a book bag, right? Like let's let's talk, let's bring that break down the cost of it. Book bag probably was made in China for like twenty five dollars or probably a dollar. Sold in the United States for like twenty dollars. Twenty dollars ruined his kid's yeah. life. Ruined his kid's life. Got him sentenced to for three years in Rikers Island without a trial. And you're gonna try and tell me that this is this is great. This is this is keeping him coming off the street. The kid committed suicide because he he couldn't get over. He could he didn't even get the. I'm pretty sure he didn't get the help that he needed to deal with that. The fact that he's sitting here saying I didn't do anything. And no one's believing him, and he's stuck in Rikers Island for three years. Like, how does how does that not 
mess with your mental. Like, I remember being a kid and, like, getting in trouble with my parents. And I'm like, I didn't do it. And, like, I used to get, like, I used to, I used to be a ball of anger. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I used to get seriously and, and just completely upset my parents because it didn't believe me, right? Now, imagine you have a judicial system at 16 years old telling you that you stole something that you didn't steal and you're thrown in the worst jail system ever in the United States for three years at a 16-year-old kid. You know what I mean? This kid went to school and just trying to say, like, I'm just trying to make a better life for myself. And he had a future. And he had all that taken away from him. For what? Just for accusation. Why? Because the people in power, the police, are doing this thing recklessly and not being checked. There's, not, there's no consequences in regards to that. And it's just really upsetting that this is happening. And um, yes, like, there's change. Uh, hold on, I just want to say one yeah, last thing. Like, yeah. Yes, there is change happening where, like, hopefully, I, I really think that there's harsher punishments for people who do this kind of criminal act because it is a criminal act. You're taking someone out of, you're taking somebody's freedom away and throwing them in captivity. That is modern day slavery, and you're literally terrorizing a group of people. Like, when, when black kids, young black kids hear that, and the cops come around, why do you think they are very reluctant to talk to the police or do anything with the police? Because they hear what can happen to them if they're a 16 year old kid. And um, one last thing, I remember watching, I used to watch, um, um, what was that show? Uh, when they used to, um, try to scare kids, uh, scare straight, uh, so the kids not do any crimes or anything like that. I remember like hearing so many kids' cases and stuff like that, some of the guys' cases, like some people say, like, all right, I was convicted of murder, or I was uh, bur uh, burglary with, an, um, with a deadly weapon or something like that. And I remember just watching this kid, it was a, a very young kid. I, I probably wouldn't say he was probably like a teenager. And they said that he was thrown in, he got 20 years for credit card fraud. I'm like, wow. What? That's <laughs> Yeah, I think he was like, I think he was in there since he was like, I don't know. I, I could just, I, yeah. I really hope I'm like wrong with the age, but I think he was like 14 or something like that. I was like, wait, you're doing 20 years for credit card fraud. Like, it was like a million dollars or something like that. And I, I think you come to find out it was like five, like a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars or something like that. Something that, that was, the, the crime didn't, didn't, <laughs> Did it in the midst of the, the, the justice that was served. Not justice. That happens all the time. You're protected yeah. under insurance from the banks and credit card fraud. And that's yeah. like, no. Dane, 20 years for $1,000. Like, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, there's something broken here and this needs to be fixed. You know? Yeah. I, and, and coming back to the Khalid Browder story, like, and this is only from the first episode, there's a series of episodes of this documentary, and it, it states how part of the, where like where it was stolen is like in an alley and it was dark it was at night like look at that evidence there like now you're just saying like okay, how could you even tell you, yeah. you it's dark it's, and it's that night how could you yeah. even tell the exact features of somebody when yeah. it's dark like that makes no sense and yeah. uh and then looking into like he went to to file a case found a lawyer filed a case uh, to sue new york and the city uh, and he goes into, I forget the term of it, but it's basically like it's a preliminary um, understanding that the, that they get from the person who's, who's filing the claim. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And during that process, it, they're basically like breaking him down. They're saying mm -hmm. like, okay, so you grew up in, in the projects you, you, uh, had a, a, a tough come up. You were in foster care. Mm -hmm. Your mother was uh, uh, abused drugs, and um, and and then you're, you know, later on down the road, get affiliated with some you know, friends that you know maybe wasn't the best friend group, and mm -hmm. didn't get good grades in school. And they continue in this process to like break him down and mm -hmm. like make it look like he is a threat to society when he really isn't. Yeah. He admitted, no, yeah. he did not commit that crime. And mm -hmm. it just completely ruined his yeah. life. Yeah, no, and it's completely sad. And, and the kids actually took his life, which is ridiculous. And, it, and as you said, like, they, they try to make this case to seem like he was a threat to society. The only threat to society is just racism in, in our judicial system and the systemic racism that's happening, that has been happening for the, the years. 
of American history. Like that needs to go, like straight up. Because it's just, it's, it's frustrating for someone to live a life just know that, hey, like I am automatically guilty because of the color of my skin. Something that you have no control over. You know what I mean? And it was funny um, just watching some of these people go back and forth where somebody says like, oh, um, like, oh, well, blue lives matter, this and third. And it was like, no, black lives matter. And it's like, well, what about blue lives? Well, blue life is a choice. You have that choice to pick up that uniform, to put on that badge and everything like that. Black lives, you don't have a choice. It's like you, this, you, you're fighting to live, like from the day you're born. You know what I mean? And you're hoping that the people that's around you is going to be there to guide you and help you get out of it. Um, yes, yeah, people are products of the environment, and like some people are born born in unfortunate situations, and some people come out of the rough and just like, hey, like this, I made it. And then it's always, oh, congratulations, you made it. But what about the other thousands of people and hundreds of people, millions of people that couldn't, that didn't have the opportunities to help get them out of their situation? You know what I mean? And and this is why I. I, I I adore some of my some sports figures. A lot of uh, coming up, like a lot of people didn't really like sports figures. I always said because I feel like they were the most influential people in the world. And like LeBron James, like he had a he has a campaign where he's pretty much saying like let's give opportunity to all, not just certain individuals, because he even know that he he was lucky enough to have um to have a talent to be able for him to come out out of his situation to make life better for himself. But what about people who don't know how to play basketball? What about, it could be uh, a young black girl out there who's like, who wants to become uh, a scientist or whatever and like cure cancer and like do something positive to society, but she does not have the means and the opportunity that she's born into to help her figure out, get to that point in life where she wants to be. So I, I think the statement here says like, hey, that, let's not give opportunity to select a few, let's give opportunity to for all. Let's make all these situations better and they can have, make everyone have a fortunate livelihood. And that's how we came up with school program and everything. And with what's happening with this, with the, with like just watching the whole chain of events, a chain of events that's happening. Like obviously with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing that happened four years ago. And I remember specifically telling everybody like, hey, the NFL is going to be the wrong side of it. So like with uh, Black Lives Matter movement getting, getting more, more just progressing and getting a little bit and getting stronger throughout the whole entire time. And now with the whole COVID situation where everyone's sitting down at home and they're witnessing a guy getting killed on TV, um, on their phones for nine minutes. And then like, here we are now, everyone's like, hey, we got to recognize this, this is messed up. There is police brutality out there. These people are legit killing people, taking people's lives. And it's just, it's just infuriating that like, it's like, I'm happy, yes, change is happening. I'm happy people are, are recognizing it. But it's just furious that like this was this something has been going on for a long time, and I know I have been talking about it, and I know a lot of people have been talking about it, and like even confronting like people at work or friends or whoever, and saying like, "Hey, this system is wrong," and they like, do hearing all these excuses. Oh, what did this person do? Like, it doesn't matter what they did. Like, yeah. the point back and simple is the police officer needs to do their job, and that's just to say, "Hey, like, you, you if you did something wrong, like, all right, you should lock them up." But if they didn't do anything wrong. Like they, you, they shouldn't get locked up. If they did something minor, they shouldn't get killed over it. You know, they, the police officer is not the judge, the jury, and, and that's it. Like, no, like in the execution, like, no, like it's a process that goes with this. Just like how like the appeals and everything like that to wrong to these cops who wrongfully killed the uh, killed the individual, there's a process for them to go through the whole system. But there's no process for black people to go through the whole system like that. Like it's just like that in a matter of seconds, their life is taken away from them. Like, no, like they, they, yeah. so, like the thing that frustrates me is like they nothing it's taking this long for people to say hey like there's something going on here and with the whole Khalif brought like broader like how many people did he come across in that system the judge the jury uh not even just jury like the lawyers the 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 correction officers like how many people he came in contact with and they probably read his father's like wait why are you here and no one stopped him for like hey like this this something's wrong here you know what i mean like all those people, like they, 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 they demonized him and made him feel less to the point where this guy committed suicide, apparently, and didn't say like, hey, like there's something wrong with our system here. This needs to change. This kid needs to be. This kid needs to be the face of what needs to happen with our judicial system. We need to reform everything from the from the bottom up, top down, across the board, east to west, everything like that. Like they need to. Take it and it's like, all right, we got to uproot this thing and get the evil out of here and just fix it. 
you know, because you can't say you can't say this is the land of the free, home of the brave when things like this is happening. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how many how many more people have to die until this is an acknowledgement of our government, of our people, of our communities. Like I mean, you look at even the most recent of of get his full name to Rashard, I believe his name, the guy who got Mm -hmm. who who, Mm -hmm. who. yeah, uh, sorry, asleep, he was sleeping and, in his car. Pulled over to his car, pulled over to the side, okay, and fell asleep and took a nap and was resting because he didn't want to drive. Because, right. uh, and that's the right thing to do. You pull over and, and you rest. And, right. uh, and so now the police officers are coming over here and they're like forcing him to do a breathalyzer test. And if he doesn't, you know, what else? Who knows what happens? The guy knows and then he's so drunk. He now, pulls over. Now, like, Okay, so they try to arrest him, and, and he pulls a, a taser and right. starts to run. Yeah. The off, there's two officers. There's another taser gun that the officer has. You don't have to pull yeah. your weapon. And then you, could, right. and you look at the report from, from the examiner. The examiner says this was murder. Yeah, okay. it's a homicide. Like, yeah. and, the, that, and the fact that like, they kicked him while he was down, they kicked him after they shot him, and he stood on his back after they shot him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't understand. You shoot somebody three times, uh, somebody who 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 was doing the right thing, who was who was yeah. trying to protect their community, who said, "Okay, let me just walk home to my sister's house. Leave me alone. Like I'm all right. Yeah, I'm no, party. seriously. I'm let me. It you should know, end right officers, there. Officers, you pull your 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 gun. Like, what? If anything, if you really feel like you're threatened by a taser gun, pull the other taser gun. If anything, yeah, even and at guys most. Away. But like, yeah. Like yeah. you're a police officer, like you understand the circumstances. The guy doesn't have a gun. He does not. Yeah. He's not going. He has a taser, and in most cases, that's not going to kill you. It's enough to shock your nervous system to to, to stop your movement. Yeah. And so, and like, put, and, and, for, um, for, for him to run away and then shoot him three times in the back and kill him and murder him. Yeah. How yeah. many more people have to die? This is a no, fucking seriously. problem. Like it's it's yeah, seriously. like seriously. <laughs> No, it's, it's it's really upsetting too, and like the fact that like this added like insult to injury. There, it's like they already used the taser on them, so the taser wasn't wasn't uh, was gonna hurt the cops. And the guy's running, and like we see this again. Remember, it's I forget the guy's name, but South Carolina, he got pulled over because he he um he had arrest for his warrant because he didn't pay um was a child support. So he was arresting the cop. The cop arrested him, talked to him, and the guy literally just flats out drops everything and runs. This police officer, instead of like chase him, pulls out his gun to shoot like and just mows him down like right in his back, right there in the park, and everyone's like, "What the hell?" Like no threats with him. The guy, he just he's he's in a broke situation, and like think about that. Like all right, like that's the worst case scenario, right? But let's think about the whole process of that. Like the guy's getting pulled over again, has a warrant for his arrest for not paying his child support, and now he this guy probably has a job and he can't pay for his child support, but you're gonna lock him up, so then he loses his job. So again, he's still not going to be able to pay for child support. You know what I mean? So it's like you're not causing you're not causing people to have, live better lives. You're you're hindering them and you're limiting them and you're making people's life worse. Like you're still like implementing these 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 horrific horrific policies that terrorize the community and like make people fearful of their own country. You know what I mean? Because our country is divided. Our country is made up of our judicial system, which is designed to protect us, and it's not doing that. And it's just, it's just really upsetting. And like, like talking more and more about this is like, what, like, what the heck? Like, it is all, all these so many different cases that we know of, and there's so many different cases that we don't know of, of, of this, these, these act of terror, this coming upon, coming upon the black community, and everyone doesn't know about it. And there's people who do know about it, and they're just getting away with these with these crimes. And there needs to be a major reform where then these people are held more accountable. Like, yes, I understand being a police officer is hard as hell, and yeah, like there is a problem when our society deems them as like, hey, like somebody has a mental health issue, call the police. Somebody has um, uh, uh, gotten to a vehicle accident, call the police. Like. They're actually do a lot. I understand that, but like we should have known this a long time ago and say, hey, you know, let's make these, let's make up some different divisions within the police department. Like nonviolent cases here, these people are going out there without a weapon to go out there and handle something. And then if you do have a violent or or, or a violent situation where somebody has a has a weapon or whatever, it's okay. Now we're gonna send these people out here because they're the one who who specialize in dealing with that. 
Like, it's, it's, it's really disheartening because it's sad to say, like, if you're white and you have a mental health issue, like, you're going to get the help that you're going to get. But if you're black and you have a mental health issue, the cop is going to legit kill you because he doesn't know if you have a mental health issue and deems you as a problem, you know? Um, like one last quick story I'm going to say, like, which is horrible. I remember, specifically remember hearing about this lady who had a, um, who has a son. The son is probably like 20 something years old, 25, 27 years old, living in a house, but he has a huge mental health issue. And she calls the police because the guy, he's being, he's being uncontrollable. And he has a knife and she's like, please send over a cop, but just let you know that he is not going to harm anybody. He is, he, he is, uh, he just has a mental health issue. I just need somebody to come here and talk him down and calm him down. Right. Like he's not going to hurt anybody. He's just literally, he's, he's, he has a mental problem. Mm-hmm. Please come. And she's like, he's inside. Please put away your guns. She begs, she's begging him, like, put away your guns. He is fine. I just need you guys just to talk to him. He comes out and he just has a knife in his hand and it's like I don't think it was even like a sharp knife or anything. I think it was just like a, a butter knife. And he's just pacing. He's like, drop the weapon, drop the weapon, drop the weapon. Like you're not de-escalating the situation. You're not calming him down. You're not. You're not. You're not saying, hey, like what's going on? You're trying to talk to him as a human being. You're treating him like he's a murderer. And like within within underneath like three minutes, they shot and killed the guy. And the mom is hysterically crying because she's like, why are you doing this? I told you. He has a mental health issue. Do not kill, kill him. Put your gun away. And they shot him right there in front of her home. And like this poor woman witnessed her son get killed because she she didn't know she didn't know what else to do. She called somebody who she thought like, hey, the the, the community police is gonna help me out with this. No, they came and killed killed her son. Like that's not making matters better. So now, there needs it, to be something in place to say like, hey, if you know somebody has a mental health issue. And you call the cops on them, hey, like, I need to get to the mental health department, something like that, where they can say, like, hey, let's go ahead and calm this guy down. Because, and I, I remember in my school, we had, the, we had uh, the classrooms where they took care of these kids. So what happens when these kids grow up and they graduate high school and everything like that? They're just thrown out in the streets. So like, hey, like, now you're supposed to be a normal citizen now. You know? It's like, there has to be something in place to help protect these people and people that can, in situations like that, de-escalate de-escalate them calm them down and get them back to a normal routine um and it's just it's just for me it's just really disheartening when it comes to that that's and i know for you and everybody else (laughs) it's beyond sad it's it's horrible to hear stories like this and how somebody who who clearly needs help who who is who is who is uh the 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 mother called and said i just need you to help yeah yeah he has a butter knife okay yeah Help him. He he has a mental health issue, and he's not going to hurt anybody. And the cops show up, and they're screaming at the guy to drop the weapon, and and that's right off the bat is escalating the situation. You start screaming yeah. at somebody, adrenaline's going to raise. Now, yeah, yeah, this brings me into the other question I was going to ask you. I was I was listening to I don't know if you listened to it was it was. Uh, um, this Navy SEAL Willink and and Joe Rogan, I forget his first name, or Mr. Mm-hmm. Willink. Um, but he yeah. basically was talking about how, as a Navy SEAL training for a six month mission, they're gonna spend mm-hmm. eighteen months of training. Now, for mm-hmm. a police officer, there's only a certain amount of hours that they're mm-hmm. required a year. So mm-hmm. uh, my question is kind of plays into this: is like, uh, now the aspect of defunding the police and putting that mm-hmm. money. Hopefully communities elsewhere um mm-hmm. you know i don't whether or not that cuts budget for training i don't know um mm-hmm. yeah, i'm asking you because i know that you have some friends who are police officers um mm-hmm. but in in a in a situation like this if they had trained to physically the escalated situation push a knife out of somebody's hand without yeah. getting hurt, training that way yeah. and knowing how to do that then the situation right. could be avoided. A murder could have been avoided. And right. looking into training for everything, like, do you think yeah. that defunding the police is the right thing to do when training is needed in the police force? Yeah. 
So it's funny you said that too, because this morning I was actually looking at more into that the whole defunding, like actually what the meaning is to it. Defunding the, the police doesn't mean like they're gonna take away the training and everything like that. Defunding the means to police means like they're not gonna put as many resources into the police department. So okay. with when situations like that, they're saying like, hey, we're gonna defund the cops. We're not gonna we're not gonna spend the money to train these cops to deal with mental health issues, to deal with nonviolent crimes, to deal with all this other stuff. What we're we gonna do, we're gonna take those funds and put it into the community to help out with that. So it's in that specific, that's a perfect question because in that specific situation, by defunding the police, if that lady were to call and there was like already a process in there, they, she, they were like, okay, we're going to send a, um, a mental health unit out to you to help right. you out. You know what I mean? So you have people who are well-trained to deal with people with mental health issues. Okay. And, and, they, and just cops' time is not going to be used to like handle that. Like, you know, somebody without a gun is not going to go there and like say, hey, like we, we got to... We, Somebody without a gun is going to go there and help that lady out. You know what I mean? So defunding the police doesn't mean it's like, hey, we're going to take away all the stuff. So now, now you're not going to train anything like that. The fun, people should look at it as defunding the, the police is taking a, a big chunk of responsibility off of, of the police's um, regular routines and their daily tasks. Because now they're going to take those funds and put it into different programs that's going to help the community and drive crime down and everything else like that. Um, by providing different forms of jobs and by providing things for, for the community to get out um, get out of the situations of poverty and also uh, fund different programs that actually go back into helping the police. And like you see this over and over where there's like all these programs being shut down because they have lack of funds. Well, hopefully all these new programs, all these programs are coming back and new problems coming back, programs coming back to help out the community to make it better and make it more safer for individuals. Um, so yeah, so defunding the police doesn't mean like they're necessarily taking away training. I think the police officers are probably going to be trained more on things that they need to worry about and the, the, the things that they shouldn't be doing um, is going to go to these different programs. Um, because like, like you said, like police officers, they have a lot and I, I totally get it because when you're being called because there's a neighbor arguing because they have... I don't think their, their neighbor's kids place that in their other person's yard and there's like a dispute between neighbors or you have somebody who has a mental illness like literally walking down the middle of the street and you have to get them off the street so traffic can flow and like you have all these different all these different scenarios for the police like you have to you have to like categorize the police to say hey this is what your primary mission is and this is what your job is and this is so forth and so on you know what I mean um, but yeah so a lot of people hear that like oh no that means get rid of the police. Like it's gonna be wild, wild west. Like no, it doesn't mean that. It means that the program, the money's gonna be sent to programs that's gonna help make the community feel safer. So defunding the police that, is not a bad thing. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So it's a yeah. I just I, I hadn't done any research, and that question came in from somebody who listened to the podcast, and yeah. uh, I thought it related. Um, now, so these these groups and that are going to help the community in that aspect of like a mental health uh dispatch that's going to go out and help if yeah. somebody has a mental health issue um uh, that's also going to be like a job you can get as a police officer or it's like affiliated somehow so the dispatch will let them know if there's an issue like okay yeah. like how does that really work i'm not sure how it's going to be all broken down into it um, but it's like, it's, it's, it's not the way how everyone's making it sound like, are right, you going to defund the police? You're going to take away things. You're not, you're not taking away from the police. What they're doing is taking away some responsibilities that police officers shouldn't have. Um, so like handle somebody with an mental case issue, handle somebody like handling schools. You know what I mean? Like if there's a situation with schools where you just, you have a disruptive individual in the, in the classroom. Yeah. You, you're going to hand somebody there with that who doesn't, who doesn't have a gun to go handle right. that. You know what I mean? Um, like car accidents, right? Like, how many times you got? To, I mean, how many times you see police officers like in the middle of a car accident trying to write up a report, all the stuff like that, and they they putting their life, they putting their own life in danger because like they may not see, uh, or somebody might be texting the driver, or they might be like a car accident that's like about to happen because the police officers pulled over to the side, and that like yeah, that's dangerous, and like the, the officer's life shouldn't be put in the line of duty for something that small, like a car accident. You know what I mean? So it's, um, it's like, it makes sense, like when you actually read into it, that they're saying like, hey, like you're you're gonna you're gonna we're gonna lessen the police load and like disperse it throughout the community. So this way, not now create more jobs, and this this way is like, 
everyone's going to go home safely and everybody's going to go home fine. You, you know what but I mean? Instead it, it, of almost, these extreme situations. So it's almost uh, a, a refunding into yeah. correct places and, and it allow it brings about the ability for uh, certain task forces to be uh, dispatched to specific scenarios and almost yeah. like if you're a police officer, you're a police officer for this certain scenario. If you're right. uh, part of a um, police officer for mental health, you're there, police officer for schooling. And so it's almost like split up and then the training can be more specific and you're yeah. as I'm an officer for this specific scenario. This is what right. I show duty for and it allows... Right the community to be much safer. Is that kind of what I'm gathering? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And the, and the thing about it too, is like as a kid growing up, you always say, all right, like uh, what does police officers do? Right. Like you always say, like, all right, if I'm going to be a cop, I'm going to be a badass cop. You know what I mean? I'll be able to whoop ass take names. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause the right. stigma, like the movies and everything like that, yeah, but it's like, there's a lot more into that. Cause now police officers and um, I talked to my friends, like he's absolutely right. He's like, we're, we're deemed as therapists. Redeem as marriage counselors, redeem as mental health, um, uh, 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 mental health um, um, therapists, and like all this stuff. I'm like, damn, like actually, you're right. Like that sucks. Like I would want to want that job. Like I thought just being a cop would just go mean go locking bad guys up. It's like no, there's a lot more to it, you know. So it's it like yeah, they have a huge responsibility put on them, and it's not fair to them because now it's like all right, like certain situations shouldn't be shouldn't be happening. Like, like with George Floyd, like all right, somebody called. Say hey, there's a guy forging a, a check or gave me fake money. I'm like okay, you can send a cop without it's like without a gun or anything. Like that I'll say hey, like what's going on there? And like de-escalate that whole entire situation, like what happened there. So where you're not having, I like I I still don't get how we got how George Floyd ended up getting on the ground with the knee. It's like I still to this day don't understand that how how it's possible. Like what route somebody said this is our only option here for that, but it's, it's like you, for situations like that or non threatening non-threatening threatening criminals like or non-threatening charges i guess or accusation so that's a better way to say it um just say like hey like we're gonna send somebody out there to help figure this out and like a mediator so to speak you know what right. I mean? um because yeah because like this this it's ridiculous like and and I, i'm just kind of upset that it's taking it this long to be like hey like yeah, everyone loves and respects the police, but like no one really loves and respects it to the point where they're saying like, "Hey, like we should make your life easier. We should make your job easier." You know what I mean? Instead of like, "All right, like let's get let's let's get you more. We need you. We need you out there for more hours, whatever." Because cops are out there for a long time. Like their their hour their shifts are ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, and that was one thing I was I was, I was noticing. I was like, "Yo, they, they." I probably say early on, early two thousands when I was like pretty much a job search and trying to figure out where it's like, uh, like where I wanted to do what I wanted to do with my life I think somebody mentioned hey how about you become a cop and I was like talking to a cop he's like yeah I'm doing like 13 hours 12 hours I'm like hell no yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like you're out there on the street like you're, and you're dealing with everybody's problems everyone's looking to you to be the problem solver and like yeah that's a lot like and, and police officers are human you know what I mean like right. there's times I'm pretty sure like anybody else is like you you get the you get rage you get anger and then you act out without actually thinking you know what i mean um and the thing i was talking that we talked about last time was like the say the eight eight things to like change the police force that's one thing that's in there is like creating police giving police officers therapy because that yeah. that that like dealing with that like you're dealing with the whole community of problems like that's gonna yeah. take a toll on you you know what yeah. i mean well it's like it's imagine especially if you're if you're working a 12 or 13 hour shift you know yeah. at that point you're you're very exhausted mentally physically you come into a situation yeah. and you're going to yeah. without a doubt react in a way that most likely wouldn't be the correct way to react if you only had a normal like eight to maybe nine hour shift or so so that, yeah. that's a part of it as well it's um right. plays into their thought process as they pull into scenes right because yeah because like i like doing like, like doing what we do. I mean, you're in a way sometimes thought of a therapist because sometimes your clients tell you about their problems and everything like that. All the time. And sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's heavy. Like, dude, like, right. all right, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not having a great day now. You know, lay this upon me, so like my day is getting worse. So I can't. Like, you know what I mean? Like these guys have men and women. They have lives outside of their police force. So like, it's, if something outside side is not doing well at work, like how do you think they're gonna perform? You know what I mean? Right. 
like dealing with the, the the problems of their community just being weighed upon them while everyone's looking at them to say like hey save me save me save me they're like wait a minute i need saving my damn self you know right. I mean? like, so i have almost like required therapy yeah. yeah yeah and then i feel like that would go a long way with help with helping them so yeah uh, because it, ha- it has to work for everybody you know like change has to come and it has to come for everybody you can't you can't disenfranchise certain people you can't take away people's privileges. You got to make sure everything's fair across the board, you know, right. where people can feel safe to go out to the police and talk to them. And some people can, some, uh, some people are willing to talk to worry. Some, some people are able to call the police and not feel like somebody might lose their life over something small, right. Right. you know? Um, because I mean, granted, like, yes, there's some bad scenarios out there. There's some really bad guys out there that like you can't, you can't really stop them unless it's a, a violent act. Um, and then there's people out there who who are not bad. It's just like they got in bad situations, and like they they could be at the wrong place in the wrong time scenario. And do they need to get their life taken away from them? No. Oh, do they need to be thrown into some form of um, therapy or something like that, or some form of program to help them out? Yes. You know. Um, and how do you deliver that? By one taking the funds that's supposed to be going to the cop and just say, hey, like, we're going to disperse it to the community to make your job easier, you know, instead of having you guys do it all, which makes which makes absolute sense, but I'm not sure why we haven't started this a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for clearing that up, because that, uh, that, that really will definitely change the community if it's going that way of having a more specific role as yeah. someone supposed to protect the community so right yeah it's 100 percent. It's like hey i'm going ahead i'm going like i would rather like i, I like it's it's thick because i got a car accident. i was like i would rather a police officer that came to me now it doesn't have to be a police officer just somebody that's authorized by the state or by the government to say hey listen i'm here to take down your active report and find what's happening here and say like who's at fault and whatnot a cop doesn't need to do that a cop needs to worry about like hey um there's somebody missing. We have to find this person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what they need to do. Like, okay, like, how can we go ahead and, and handle that? Or just saying, like, hey, there's a there's an altercation going down. Like, we need a police officer here to defuse the situation and calm everybody down. Or say, hey, my neighbor came outside and threatened me with a gun. Okay, we didn't send the police force out there. You know, like, um, that's what they that's what they should be there. That's 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 the whole hey, like, kick ass, take names kind of job positioning that they're ready for and that, that everyone thinks the police is for. No one no one sees the, the other side of the police force where they have to do all these little petty things. It's not petty, but it's all the smaller things that like that's you don't really think is the is the job for the police. You know what I mean? Um and it's and it's sad. I I'm again like I have I, I respect all my friends who are police officers. I love them all. And just seeing just hearing some of the stuff that they go through like that sucks, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm sorry you have to go through that, and it's just one of those things. Like God, this is what we have to do, and this is what I have to deal with. And you know, like like as we have somebody in the gym, like all right, we see that one person all the time that probably talks to us all the time, or always just create some form of problem, not knowing that they're causing a problem. I imagine doing that for being a police officer, knowing that hey, I'm being called to this house again because I know this person has a mental health issue. He probably just, he probably ran out on the street by himself. And like doing whatever, you know what I mean? Like he's disrupting traffic. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to take that call. You know what I mean? Right, right. You got somebody else out there. You know, like this is yeah. a waste of that police officer's time. You yeah. know, where you could be doing some actual life-saving things there. So. Yeah, I mean that's another. That's a whole other issue. Is uh, is 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 calls that are made for child abuse that just kind of go unnoticed or abuse or just abuse within the yeah. house. If you have yep. somebody who specifically can can know what to look out for psychologically and see and like uh, and yeah. hear and calls and like actually investigate certain situations as right. someone who specializes in that scenario then right. any crime or any 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 abuse can can all be stopped and and and, and uh, making sure that doesn't happen if you have the correct investigation and somebody in place to do so and that's a whole other side of things yeah. that it's a huge issue as well it's like a lot yeah. of a lot of uh, kids get abused uh, and, and, and goes unchecked mm-hmm. for years. And like mm-hmm. that's unfortunately when a lot of things start is from a young age. That's when yep. your mental gets uh, wired and, and that's like who you grow up to be in, in, in yeah. a way. And so um, not to get off topic, but like, yeah, I think like having 
I agree. Having a refund in, into the community to have dispatched officers going to specific scenarios, trained for specific scenarios, will eliminate, hopefully eliminate, police brutality and, and yeah. having better, uh, a, a better thought process and, and a better understanding as they show up to situations because they're trained in that yeah. situation. So. Right. And, and actually, they need to have a hotline for like the Karens and the Kevins out there who are complaining about their black neighbors having cookouts or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's a whole different, different topic we could talk about. But like, yeah. it's just a, it's a shame that people actually think that, hey, I'm going, you're black, I'm going to call the cops. Like, like they use it as a threat. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that shouldn't be happening. And if anything, it needs to be a hotline to address those people and like depower those people because right. they feel like they're they're backed by the police and if they're talking to an individual who's black that they're like oh don't worry i'm gonna, I'm gonna get the cops on you like you know what i mean like oh okay like like you like you're a kid and like don't do that i'm gonna tell your mom like you know what i mean it's like go oh, don't come around here i'm gonna call the cops on you and then and automatically you're supposed to be like fearful of the police like yeah they're trying, they're trying to and they trying to drive that message more to say like hey like you need to back down or I'm called the cops. Like, you know what happened with black people and the cops. Like, that shouldn't be happening. That relationship, they, they, that whole relationship needs to be turned around. Or it's like, go ahead, call the goddamn police. You're going to get locked up for, for wasting the cops' time. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, that's, yeah. that's, exactly what should, that's exactly what should happen. They need to be yeah, a penalty or a fine for something, for things like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. I was speaking with, uh, with my neighbor the other, like, last week or so, and, uh, and he was telling me how when they moved into their house that their neighbor had called the police numerous times and eventually an officer showed up and he was like, you clearly have a problem here with your neighbor and, and then you know, yeah. a plate and everything. And, uh, but like even later found out, even after a claim was filed, like the, she even had a something go around town. This is before I even lived here, but um, yeah. some go around town, like a petition this to like, have them move out or something of town and like one of his friends came and was like yo you know what's going on here like have you seen this and so yeah. it's just crazy to me like how could you yeah people like that i just and like they need help mentally like how could you live oh, yeah. in America and still be like that racist and and yeah. be a bigot and be a, 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 a homophobe a xenophobe yeah whatever yeah. And, like we're all Americans. We're all here. We're all we're all here to, to try and live a better life as opposed to other countries. And like, it's it's yeah. it's uh, like there's there's a, a a distinct disadvantage of just yeah. being different. Like being different right, is yeah. what makes America America. But we're still on that topic of we can't be accepting of being different. Really human. Collective yeah. country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're right, we've man. Made, like, we've made a, a decent amount of progress, but there's still, you know, ways to go. There's still a lot to go. Yeah, exactly. Then that's a key thing. You gotta recognize that, and like, yeah, keep finding the fight, and just, just pretty much talk to people and educate them. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's people like, out here, like, who I try to talk to. I, I literally, I'm, like, my whole neighborhood is people I don't even know, but like, I just stop and like try to wave someone, try to have some form of conversation to say like, hey, like, what's going on, and kind of see where you're at. You know, because um, I want to know like what's going on in my community, like the people who I'm living next to. So it's mm -hmm. like, all right, like, this is how you're acting, okay? Like, I need to talk to you or just completely avoid you altogether. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, it's just one of those things, like, yeah, like, I, I believe that most of the stuff, the ignorance that usually happens is just a lack of education or just education system that went, that went, that failed, you know? Um, because there's no need for people to get mad at somebody else or be upset at somebody else with their religion, their color of their skin. Like, we're all human. We all breathe the same air. We all... <laughs> If if we were, if we were, if we were to draw our blood, it's all gonna be red. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like everyone's here to play the same playing ground. Like you can't hold somebody else down for something that that you think is is a disadvantage to them. You know, and, it, and it's not. So it's just it's just really sad that it is 2020 and we're still having these discussions. We're still seeing this happening. But I must say, like this year. I'm glad to see the changes that's coming and like the whole chain of events that, that actually have taken place to to help further uh, black communities and help um, help this America all together, you know. Um, and it, it's it's crazy because like sometimes I still shake my head when people start saying like all lives matter and like you're missing the point. You're not saying that all lives don't matter. 
we're saying that black lives need to matter so all lives can matter because right, right now black lives don't matter you know until um, until black all black lives matter then all lives can actually matter yeah exactly like we're not we're there, there's a huge gap there's a huge lack and there's a lot of people like there's a lot of smart individuals who even know it like like the black community is set back and they have so many obstacles to get to where they need to be that that um that white americans they they have such a uh, a head start on where uh, black americans should be you know and it's like how do we get them up there you have to get rid of the injustices that's happening in our society um with racism police brutality and these 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 calls of uh, even financial racism you know like black people are more likely to get high interest rates and all this for no reason even if they have the same credit score the same amount of income as um, their white counterparts like they're still getting they're still getting treated unjustly um just because of the color of the skin and that needs to go check too you know um and it's just and it's sad because now now we're talking to now we're talking about the figurehead the actual the the, the power of america which is the money and we can have a whole different topic about that and how 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 corrupt actually everything is because of money but it's like you need to set the playing ground straight with that and um but i think we're on the right track where we're seeing reform within the uh, police unions not the police unions but the police department um and our judicial system needs to change and and it stems up from all the way up from your local government to the major government so um, i'm just really hoping that people paying attention to what's happening around them um and trying to co contribute to the change that needs to happen so that we all can progress you know yeah. um and just be keeping an even playing ground there yeah that's a whole nother discussion on the corruption of money and greed and 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 how mm -hmm. the the government subsidizes everything and reforms yeah. get asked based on politicians wanting to make money and companies yeah. making money and 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 uh, it makes the richer richer and the poor poor like they create yeah. jobs but on these certain companies uh when you're creating more jobs they're also having restrictions on these more jobs you say you can't work full time yeah. so you have to work yeah. multiple jobs and you have to yeah. get by working multiple jobs, you have now bad sleep, bad health, because yeah. you're just always going, going, going. Now, what does that right. play? Okay, now you're putting money into medical help. Like it's just, and then it's all going back into the government, and it's 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 yeah. it's the what we need. Like yeah, we need to make things. We need, we need more. Uh, everything needs to be, especially now with the COVID and the economy. Like everything should be American made, American bought, American businesses and stuff, and and the opportunities should be you know the rate of, of minimum wage should go up the the the, yeah. uh, the restrictions on how many hours somebody can work should be eliminated like you shouldn't have a, a company that says oh you could only work a certain amount of hours like you should be able to if you're providing a job provide a job with, with benefits and everything and, right. and and allow the hiring process and and the loan process and the 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 living situations all to be equal and yeah like, like we just said, like that's not going to, uh, like we we need to continue with the Black Lives Matter movement so that this can be equal. You know, we're we're, yeah. we're far out, or far off from that. But right, uh, right, the, the process yeah. just needs to continue. The education needs to continue. The reforms need to be put in. The 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 uh, the discussions need to be had. Yep, the change needs to happen now. <laughs> or just, or just head in the direction the change needs to happen right now because it's just not fair. You know what I mean? It's not fair for people to live in terror. It's not fair for people to feel like they're stuck. It's not fair to feel like pe people feel like, hey, like this is a form of slavery. You know what I mean? And that, and and then no one's helping them out with that. You know, like yeah. everyone's like, well, well, better luck next time. Like, you know, like, hey, like, uh, that sucks for you, but, you know, like, uh, I wish you the best. Like, no, you need to figure out what's happening because at some point, what's, what's, what's to say it's not going to happen to you or, like, your family member that you know or somebody else, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know that, so. Like, no, it's it, just it, sad. It's, I mean, I, I saw a video on uh, the other day, and, and it was it was uh, this young black kid just playing basketball in his driveway. Mm. Be a mm. police officer drive by and he hides behind yep. the car. That's just sad. Yeah. Like, why do you? Yeah. You're, you're playing. Yeah. You're playing ball in, in in your own yard. Like, why do you have right. to? 
feel right. that like, way. You know, and yeah. it's unfortunate that that not, I understand why you have to feel that way. Uh, it's 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 horrible that the way police is policing is makes mm-hmm. him felt that feel that way and and mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. people of color feel that way and it's just yep it, dude that. i've been saying this for a long time ever, ever since like these 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 people these police brutality videos that's like keep going viral all over the place what do you think you're sending a message to young black americans like seriously you know what i mean that they need to be fearful from the police okay so you have a group of young black americans fearful of the police what do you think is going to happen (laughs) you know what i mean like you're you're causing a recipe of disaster it's like anything else if something somebody feel like they're threatened or feel like they're caged or and they feel like they're back in the corner they feel defenseless they're going to lash out there's going to be some bad repercussions coming so you can bridge the gap where just say hey like no, we're not actually bad. Like, we're actually here to help you. We're actually here to serve and protect you. We actually make you feel safe. You should not feel unsafe around us. Like, you're, it's, it's literally, you're stirring the pot of chaos. And it's going to unleash. And I, I really hope it doesn't get to that point. But I'm just saying, like, you're not helping the cause. You, and, and with everything that these people are seeing on the media outlets, that protesters, peaceful protesters, are being met with riot gear. What do you think is going to happen next time people decide to have a protest? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yo, like you're going to be armed to the T. I'm just here to say, hey, there's something wrong, and I'm trying to say, hold you, hold accountable. But now you're armed to the teeth because I'm just using my uh, my American right to freedom of speech, and you're trying to tell me to shut the hell up. Like, all right, say this happens again. How you think they're going to come out in the street now? You know what I mean? Like and how how you think these young kids are gonna grow up to to start thinking like, hey, cops are here to kill us. Well, I don't want to die, and, and if I do die, I'm not gonna go out like go out like go out with a with, with a knee with a knee in my neck and, my, and cuffs behind my back. Like, no, I'm not gonna go out like that. Like, they people want a right to feel free and they want to feel safe. So you gotta create these environments where people can feel like that. If you have people feel threatened and feel like they're gonna be terrorized, what do you think is gonna happen? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that, that's that's uh, history repeating itself there where like yes you have a right of freedom of speech like it's literally it's, yeah. it's constitutional right it's your and it the, the aspect of history repeating itself is as soon as somebody or groups of people speak up about what is right to people who view only what is wrong yeah and then chaos is stirred and it's like and, it, and it, it's like it, it's it's a, a a way of uh suppression to bringing the truth forward yeah and yeah so but like yeah so i mean yeah what do you expect like you show up with riot gear you show up hitting people pushing people uh, uh hurting people in peaceful riot and peaceful protests and like what do you what do you expect is going to happen you know what i mean so yeah <laughs> you're not good so i was just thinking to things like okay it's like it's like you, it's like you coming across a bully right like you walk you down the street da 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 and the bully comes beats you up whatever I was like, okay, all right, you, you want to do this every time? Okay, I got something for you next time, you know what I mean? So now you're walking down the street, and the bully comes across you, and then all of a sudden, you pull out the bat, the bully's like, oh, wow, all right, whoa, 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 like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, like, I'm tired of it, I'm tired of being abused, I'm tired of you trying to take myself, I'm sick and tired of it, so this is what's going to happen, you know what I mean? So, like, it, you're, America needs to come wake up and realize what, what they're doing, like, you're, yeah. you're telling people they need to calm down. They need to shut the hell up and get and just get back to their normal lives when there's people legit being killed for no reason. Like, no, you need to say, hey, we need to take these police officers off the street right now. We need to do this. We need to we need to correct correct everything. And we need to demand change and reform right now so this doesn't happen and people can feel safe. You do that, I guarantee you, everyone won't be protesting. I guarantee you, people will be like, okay, like, all right, we're, we have the right people in, in hand. We have the right system in hand. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's just one of the things like I don't know why like our leadership are not awaking and realizing the human aspect and the human empathy here. But like if if there's a problem with one of us, there's there's a problem with all of us, and that's how a community is, and that's how we need that's how it needs to be addressed. It shouldn't be like oh it's just us against them. No, it's us, all of us, and like we need to be living like hey like make sure everyone has the same equal amount of opportunity and no one's, no one's disenfranchised and everyone's feel safe within their community. 
And, and, and until that happens, yes, you're going to have people being very upset. I know that we are, all are different and we all have our demands and we all have uh, different, different things that we need in order for us to feel comfortable. But there needs to be common ground here where it's to say like, hey, human right is a human right. Everybody is treated equally because they're human at the end of the day. You know? So. Yeah, and that's how everything should be. That's the, the end all be all right there. It's like, yeah, America is, is uh, supposed to be, like we said, the land of the free, home of the brave. And that needs to actually be true. And so. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, why, that's why we're actually, that's why we're like the most feared country out of them all. Because if anybody were to invade us, I mean, they don't know, like, our, our, we're, we're the only country that have our citizens, like, armed to the T. You know what I mean? So you it's, actually, it's actually excre- extremely, uh, it's almost scary in a way of how um, massive our military is. It's bigger than anything in the world. And, like, we literally yeah. have the amount of weapons and mass destruction that, we, yeah. that America has created and that can create. Uh, is yeah. is so immense that it's it's yeah it makes sense why America is feared by other countries a little bit you know yeah yeah but yeah but also I'm I'm, I'm talking about an aspect of like say like say China which is trying to invade say say somehow like they they destroyed our military whatever like which probably, mm. which most likely would never happen but like with the American citizens like Americans we have uh, that no, we have our, our, our gun rights. Like, right. they can't really say, like, hey, get off this property. It's like, well, no, right. well, this is my land, and I, ain't going, I am going to defend it. So, like, we right. as citizens can defend from foreigners from invading. So that's why, like, mm-hmm. a lot of countries, they kind of fear first and everything like that. And, that, and actually, I know I'm getting a little bit off the subject here. Like, I didn't really, I didn't really realize that until I was talking to um, some other people about, like, gun violence in America. Because I'm like, dude, like, why can't we just ban guns? And he pretty much said, like, yo, if you do that, you mess up the Constitution, you're telling the government, like, oh, we can make changes to the Constitution, which is the founding, the foundation of our government, then, like, what else can they change? You know what I mean? They could change everything at that point. So you can't change the Constitution. Just leave it how it is. You can make amendments and everything to try to make everyone's life a little bit better. But, like, you, if you go ahead and shake that up, then, like, everything's going to go to... Go, well, go, I, I, I go mean, you know, I mean, that is a different topic, but I don't think with uh you know the the aspect of of the right to bear arms right yeah sure you mm-hmm. can't change that if the government has the right to bear arms as well so what right. you can implement is the 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 fact that you can't purchase a war weapon mm-hmm. and walk around the streets with it. i mean it's like that, that the 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 ability for somebody to get a weapon of mass yeah. destruction all you need is semi automatic weapon or automatic yeah. weapon which people can buy you yeah. can purchase snipers. You can purchase rifles. You can purchase things that yeah. ha- that that that. There's been school shootings and 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 and, and massive mm-hmm. deaths and everything. It's horrible. And so, like that is an aspect that you can change. And people are like fearful of the change of what will only yep. protect America, yeah. will protect our communities, will protect your kids. And yeah, yeah. something we can definitely change. And there's still these people with, with the whole gun rights thing of like, oh, uh, you know, you take away my gun, you know, gun rights. You're taking away my uh, ability to be an American. Like, no, you're not. You're sure you can bear mm-hmm. arms, but you just can't mm-hmm. buy a, a war weapon. <laughs> it's, yeah. You don't need a war weapon. You don't need, and even for like hunting, yeah. you just need yeah. a small caliber rifle, if anything, if you want to go hunting. You don't need semi-automatic yeah. weapons. You don't need automatic weapons. Uh, you, and yeah. that, that's there's change that yes i'm on board with yeah. that that's not that's not changing your rights you're not changing the constitution you're changing right. the safety of this country yeah yeah and that yeah and that's how that's how like it, it gets it gets to a whole different yeah it gets to a whole different subject then it gets a little bit tricky when you talk about that there so i don't think we have time for that though <laughs> we've been going for a minute but this is good bro i, I think yeah. this is a great podcast Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Lift to Educate. We really appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen to us speak about fitness-related topics and also current events that's happening right here in this country. As we continue to uh, grow this podcast, we ask that you please discuss the topics that we discussed today with your friends and family and also share it um, as well. And if you have any questions, you can reach us on a social media feed or also on our website. Um, Jacobs is jagged dash fitness.com 
and you can reach him on social media. Um, Instagram is Jagged Fitness and J, and mine is uh, PrinceFitEmpire.com and also PrinceFitEmpire on social media. Until next time, guys, you guys stay healthy and stay educated, and we'll talk to you guys next time.